Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. This meeting of the Movie Council is now in session. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Movie Council podcast. My name is Tim Sherry. I'm your host. Listen, you guys, I didn't say good evening this week. I noticed. I thank you <laughs> oh, so wow. much. I saw you get very excited. I lived, like AJ said, in podcast land. So it's, it's hello, everyone, because I don't give a shit what time you're listening to us. Just happy that you're listening to us. My name is Tim Sherry. I'm your host. We are back. For another fun week of talking movies, your boys are back. We're going to have a good time tonight. Uh, we're coming off the back of a, a, a tremendous laughing stock tournament that crowned the Naked Gun as the greatest comedy of all time. Uh, and like we've talked about, that that means that's it. That's official. There's a no fact. debate about it with anyone on earth anymore. It is a fact the Naked Gun is the greatest comedy of all time. So we are past the our season's tournament. We are moving into some fun topics. It's DP's turn tonight. But before we get to that, we, of course, have to introduce the esteemed colleagues. Like usual, it's one of my favorite parts of the show. Let's start it off with my big bro, the COO. One of the best movie guys ever. Like ever. Like of all time. He is, uh, did I say co-founder? Uh, I can't remember if I said that or not. But he is the hot shot banker, Mr. Andrew Sherry. What's up, man? How are you? I, I, I love the uh, tale you're putting on this kite of the mm-hmm. best movie guy ever. Like, you really, <laughs> yeah. You're really spinning it in different ways every week. Yeah. I'm really enjoying it. And I have arrived in all my glory in podcast land. Yeah. All right, I'm okay. here. I'm here. I'm all in. Yeah, you, t- you tend to get there pretty easily, getting get into podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, listen, I'm I, diving headfirst into podcast land right now, and I'm excited. Yeah, I, I'm enjoying ratcheting up my uh, <laughs> every week. I know you're quite fond of them. Uh, <laughs> extremely, extremely fond of them. Happy, happy. Uh, speaking, of, speaking of things that we're all fond of, let's hey, talk now. to my social media mogul, my senior producer, some other stuff again we've <laughs> gone over through the years but again my big bro the chief boy toy mr dan sherry what's up bud what is happening mm. uh i just like to say i think I, i'm about ready to pass the pass the buck on social media mogul mm. all right we're gonna let aj give that shit a whirl you know oh okay all right yeah, yeah. I, I got a lot on my plate right now and aj's been like helping out already like he's been Taking a lot of the burden off me. Yeah, and so you know what? It too. It, it, it's time he gets his props for for social media. So yeah, I've, I, yeah. I, DP, I have a feeling social media is about to get really weird starting next. <laughs> like, really, just like awkward and uncomfortable. Perhaps you know, just like what do you mean by that? Like, so, yeah. It's just going to be Buffalo Bill with goodbye horses playing. (laughs) Hell yeah. I wouldn't be opposed to that at all. Me neither. (laughs) All right. uh, DP, uh, since you are at least this week still uh, uh, our social media guy, go ahead and drop those uh, those tags. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, you can find us where all all over social media at Movie Council Pod. And uh, if you want to send us an email, it is Movie Council Pod at Gmail dot com 
Hey, yo. And uh, hey, real quick, I, I just wanted to tell you guys one thing uh, before before we do what we all love to do. Because um, I, I found this out earlier this week and I've been sitting on it and I couldn't wait to tell you guys. Because it's, it's uh, movie-related news. Um, so uh, in the movie What We Do in the Shadows, those two cops that come to the house there <laughs> yeah. and are like, you know, oh, you see what I see? Yeah, uh, no, no smoke detectors, right? Yeah. They are getting a fucking spin-off TV series no. that starts next week. Uh, it's produced by Taika Waititi and Jermaine Clement. No. Wow. It's it's called Wellington Paranormal. Yeah. Um, and it's obviously oh, these two cops dealing with like paranormal werewolves shit and, and vampires and shit. Exactly. Yeah. Hell yeah. Gotta figure. The vampire is going to show up a couple episodes. Maybe the werewolf show up yeah. here and there. But yeah, it looks like a kind of like a spoof on cops, but with th- these two Dude, fucking cops. That's I, 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 I am. I imagine like the shadows. Yeah. I imagine the uh, familiars will play a uh, quite the role in something mm. like this. Yeah, hopefully, we'll see Stu at some point. Like, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it starts. Uh, it's uh, I think July 11th on the CW. So, oh, nice CW. Yeah, yeah, uh, interesting, so, yeah. dude. I saw CW because I just saw like a 15 second TV spot for it. And it's just called Wellington Paranormal, and I'm like, wait, those two look familiar. And so I had to like look it up online, and it is. It's the two actors <laughs> from What We Do in the Shadows. You know, reprising the role as these cops. So. Interesting, dude. Yeah, I'm absolutely gonna watch. Well, Taika and Jermaine Clement are behind it, but yeah. I'm definitely give it a shot. And I've got, uh, you know, pretty high hopes for it. To be honest, yeah. Yeah, those two guys are uh, those two guys are ultra talented. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Well, well, speaking of a massive Taika Waititi fan, let's swing it on down to Charlotte. <laughs> let's talk to my boy. The the very handsome, the very slender, the very uh, uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of new stuff, but let's just stick with the let's stick with Sultry. the old. Yeah. yeah, let's stick with the basics here. He is the handsome, smooth talking, sultry Southern gentleman, Mister Marky Bondurant. What's up, man? Oh, not much, man. Appreciate it as always. Actually, uh, got back from having dinner with hr not too long ago oh i'm sorry yeah yeah which was lovely mm. um no i i dropped off my dog <clears throat> over at her house because uh she was kind enough to watch our dog while sam and i go to the beach for the week yeah well that, that means she's gonna be full of dogs over there because mm-hmm. hr got a, a new dog herself they did yeah. it's like a uh pretty sure we talked about it for a while pretty sure it's a dachshund and pitbull mix an interesting mix. It is an interesting mix. It's a nice dog. Yeah. It's it's got these huge ears that it can stand straight up. These mm-hmm. big triangle ears that are as tall as its body that can stand straight up. It's hilarious. I I'd like to meet that dog. I'm a big dog fan. I don't mm-hmm. know if you guys know that or not. I think I've made that abundantly clear about my thing with my dog, at least. I've talked about the amount of people I would murder if they had ever hurt my dog. Have we have we gone over that? Yeah, because oh, yes. we can't again. I mean, okay, for, all right, that's fine. For the listeners, you know, we, we do record this over Zoom so we can see each other. And for the rest of us, we can see Tim's dog <laughs> constantly chilling on his bed throughout the entire recording every week, <laughs> taking up his space. It's my girl. What do you want me to do? Mm-hmm. Any Hoosiers, 
Uh, I want to say one thing before we get into what we're doing tonight, because we have a game and then we got DP's topic. Uh, I do want to say one thing, uh, and I think once I do get the video, uh, the, the final video of this, I'm going to put it up on our social media. I did a really fun thing uh, yesterday. I had a, a couple days off from work, um, and yesterday I went up to a place and I told the guy I would plug him on, on, on the show, and you know, maybe, maybe maybe we'll get some reciprocals. He said he'd help me out. I told him he, you know. Just some some budding businesses here trying to help each other. Uh, I went to a place in Nashua, Teach. New Hampshire, called Rage Cage yesterday. And basically what you do is you stroll in there, and depending on the package that you pick, you pick out a bunch of shit that's easily smashable. Uh, you put it into a shopping cart. Then the team goes in, sets up a room for you. You get into like a jumpsuit and glasses and gloves, and you go in there and just start smashing shit with weapons. <laughs> Bats, it's a beautiful thing. Yes. Sledgehammer, yeah. a crowbar. There was a frying pan in there. We uh, and uh, the Booker man was there, and Michaela was there. At one point, I paid an extra twenty dollars to smash a computer monitor. And me and oh, the nice. Booker, me and the Booker man were doing like the thing out of Office Space, where we were like jumping on it and punching it and shit like that. Nice. It was, it was, it was quite the day. So uh, yeah, if any, anybody lives in the area of Massachusetts, New Hampshire, and you really want to uh, uh, get some shit off your chest, I'm telling you, it's about as therapeutic as it gets. Walk in there and and smash a bunch of shit. It'll make you feel really, really good. It's all called Rage Cage. It's off exit five in Nashville. Great place. The owner there who was there, who I was talking to, told me the number one thing picked to get smashed are, are ornaments of nativity scenes. Oh, wow. That's interesting, right? Everyone's yeah. like, let's smash Santa or Jesus or the Virgin Mary and just smash it with a club. It sounds like some repressed childhood shit right there. Clearly. Clearly. Yeah, yeah that tracks. Yeah, big time. So uh, really fun place. And uh, at one point when we were going through the things that we were going to smash, there was a box of DVDs and I found, wait for it, Marky, AJDP knows about it already. I found a DVD copy of Mystic River. <laughs> we went in the room and the Booker man lobbed it up and I smashed it with a bat like I was, good, like I was in batting practice. Nice. Uh, I have that video. I will share it with everybody at some point if you would like. Mm -hmm. uh, I did actually scream, uh, is that my daughter in there before I did it? Um, and it's, it's, it's a wonderful therapeutic moment for me. And I think you guys could live vicariously through it because of our hatred for that movie altogether. So I was uh, looking for a room like that the other week, the other day, I was having a really stressful day at work. And I told Sam, I was just going to go outside and chop down a tree. She's like, there's rooms that you can go to mm -hmm. and you can pay to smash it. Dude, it's so fun. I mean, I mean the, the first moment that I just felt something smashed by my hands. Oh, what a relief. What a goddamn relief that was. It was a lot of fun. So, uh, yeah, Marky, I'm sure this place is down in Charlotte that, that do the, that. The, so. the one that you went to is called Rage Cage? Rage Cage. It's in Nashua. Yeah, it was nice. a lot, lot of fun. A lot of fun. So I absolutely recommend it. And you can go through a box of DVDs, find the ones that you hate, and smash the shit out of them. So, so nice. it, it, it relates to what we're doing here, okay? That's what I'm trying to... Bring it all back to, all right? All right. Very Anywho, nice. so we um, we decided something this week. We're going to play, right, guys? We're going to play a game. Fucking let's do it. I'd like I to get play to play this time. Yeah, DP like... gets to play. Uh, this is the idea because I've won two out of the three games. I've crowned myself the champion of the Rotten Tomatoes game, which we've played three times. And um, what we're going to do this week is I'm going to host here. I'm going to do the game. I have the movies picked out and everything. Uh, I'll, I'll do all the math. And the top two finishers will take me on next week for the championship. I have an actual belt. Um, I'll get it. So you guys can look at it if you like. And if you can beat me, 
uh, the following week, then you get the belt. Marky, if you somehow win, I'll FedEx it to you. All right. How's that? <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right. So, and then next week, the person who finishes third tonight will host the, the Rotten Tomatoes game. Okay. Sounds good. Is that fair? Oh, wait a minute. Marky's not going to be here next week, is he? That's another thing we got to get to. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, so it'll be two weeks. It'll be yeah. in two weeks. Yeah. And listeners, just so you know, we're, we're working some things out. Marky is on a very, very much deserved vacation uh, next week. And so we'll have to figure some things out. We might uh, we might need a guest host. So uh, hit us up if you're if you're very interested in that. So we'll do Rotten Tomatoes tonight. We'll do the follow-up two weeks from now. Is that fair? Sounds good to me. Perfect. Okay. So should we get to it? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, boys. All right. So I don't know if a lot of you know this or not. I was, I was, since it's like 4th of July, I was going to do like really pro America kind of movies, but I decided against it because I brought this topic up last week and I thought you guys might've done some initial recon uh, thinking, Oh, I think I know what he's going to do with this. And I can see the look on AJ's face. He probably already looked up all the movies he thought I would do. Yeah. July movies. Yeah. No, I almost, I almost born did. on the 4th of July, 85%. Okay. <laughs> I, I almost, I almost did. And then I uh, went and did something else. Okay. All right. right. So I don't know if you guys know this or not, but today we, we, uh, so for you listeners, we, uh, we always record on Fridays and we drop the episode now on Mondays. Uh, today is July 2nd. So what I did was I looked up because, you know, like in this country, every day there's like a national this day or a national that day. Right. Yeah. National Uh, ice cream cone day. Right. Yeah. uh, July 2nd today is national UFO day. Interesting. So tonight, I'm doing alien movies. Okay, nice. uh, Marky, I know you'll like this. Just for our listeners, I'm not going to do really any of the alien movies we've talked about on the other podcast. So, Marky, that rules out the alien movies. All right, I think that gives well, you a I'm little bit of a fair advantage. I'm so, not any good at this game, anyways. I don't know if I would have had a leg up there to start with. Right, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think you have a good idea of how people have received the best alien movies of all time. So. I don't know. I don't know. Let's let's uh, let's get into this. We'll do the first one. And uh, for everybody, for anybody who's listening, who hasn't done this, uh, listen to us do this. We totally stole this from the Adam Carolla podcast. Right. TP was Adam yes, Carolla. Sir, yeah. And uh, it's basically I, I read a movie and the movie uh, about the movie and, and I say what the movie is. And everybody writes on a piece of paper what they think the uh, percentage on Rotten Tomatoes of the uh, critic score is. How, whoever's closest gets the most points. And at the end. We add it all up and we have a winner, right? Is that about the long and short of it? Yeah, that sums it up. Beautiful. All right, so let's get into it. Um, all right, guys. So first movie, first alien movie, being on National UFO Day. All right, I'm going to do this the way DP does. I'm going to read a, a synopsis of the movie, then we'll get into it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Linguistics professor Louise Banks leads an elite team of investigators when gigantic spaceships touch down in 12 locations around the world. As nations teeter on the verge of global war, Banks and her crew must race against time to find a way to communicate with the extraterrestrial visitors. Hoping to unravel the mystery, she takes a chance that could threaten her life and quite possibly all of mankind. This is 2016's Arrival. Arrival, yeah. Fantastic movie. It should be higher than this, but I feel like I feel like it's undersold for some reason, but you know, AJ 90, 92 AJ. Yeah. I feel like it's in my eyes. It should be higher. That movie is a fucking phenomenal. Marky 90. Yeah. Yeah. For me, like I, yeah, I I love that movie. It was, I've actually never seen it, but 
I do remember it being pretty well reviewed, it, but it was well received. Yeah, it yeah, was. I don't, really I don't think well it was received. perfect, so I I went with eighty seven percent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I worry that it it is lower than ninety, even though I I, I find that movie to be f- phenomenal. Yeah. So not only this is, was nominated for a number of Academy Awards, it won a couple, I believe. Did uh, Amy Amy grab one there? She didn't. She has not won an Oscar ever, but she was nominated, I yeah. believe. Yeah. So it's a great um, movie. Really fantastic movie. So, all right, guys. 2016's Arrival is absolutely not only is it certified fresh, it's like one of their top. 94%. Holy wow. shit. So, wow. I was hoping it wasn't undersold. It was not undersold. That movie was ranked well. Perfect. I love that. Wow. I love that it, they got it right. I was I, I wanted to go movie. higher, but then I was thinking like sci-fi movies don't usually don't get that high. That's, God, a, that's such the a, exception. But it's such a smart it's also a drama though. And I don't know it. It plays. It plays. You know, I don't know. It's such a great movie. It's hard. The to... story is the story is told in a really uh, interesting way too. Very interesting. I right. probably see this movie then, huh? It's oh, it's a fantastic DP. It's 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 terrific. Yeah, yeah. Would any of you say, wait, you've never seen that? Yeah, that's that's good, DP. I'll put that on the <laughs> yeah. list. Yeah, yeah. Put that on yeah, the list for sure. One. That's a new thing we're doing. All right. Yeah, you All see right. that it's probably going into the vault after you see <laughs> oh, it. It's, it's that good. All right, you guys ready for movie two? Let's go. Yes. All right. <clears throat> Everything that Farmer Graham has assumed about the world has changed when he discovers a message, an intricate pattern of circles and lines carved into his crops. As he investigates the unfolding mystery, what he Science. finds will forever alter the lives of his brother and children. A unique story that explores the mysterious real-life phenomena of crop signs and the effects they have on one man and his family. This is 2002. This is Signs. It's M. Night Shyamalan's Signs. AJ73. All right. See, I think... Marky 81. Yeah, I I remember like this was kind of liked, but I also remember people shitting on it quite a bit. So I'm going with 68%. You, you might be closer to the money on that because this was uh, this is like the tail end of the M. Night Shyamalan like hype train. Yeah, I remember it, were, it was people pretty... were just starting to stop sucking his. Dick I remember, I remember Roger Ebert liked it, but it was divisive. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, guys, I've seen signs. I thought it sucked personally. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> call me fucking crazy. Bang up cast though between Mel Gibson, Joaquin Phoenix, Abigail Breslin. It's, it's really, really mm-hmm. great. It is certified fresh. AJ, you are on fire. It is 74%. 74. Oh, wow. All right. I'm coming for you. <laughs> wow. All right. Rem- remember, you've won two out of three, but I was the other winner. Uh, that is true. That is true. You, uh, you do have a claim to this. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Let me fire this one up. All right. <clears throat> Doc worker Ray Ferrier struggles to build a positive relationship with his two children, Rachel and Robbie. When his ex-wife, Marianne, drops them off at the Ferrier's house, it seems as though it will be just another tension-filled weekend. However, when an electromagnetic pulse, pulse of lightning strikes the area, the strange event turns out to be the beginning of an alien invasion, and Ferrier must now protect his children as they seek refuge. This is 2005 War of the Worlds with Tom ah. Cruise. Oh, okay. Hmm. All right. Wow. Yeah, that one. Um, I did this. Jesus, this is a tough call. I have no idea. 
Um, yeah, I didn't care for that one, but that was a uh, Spielberg, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I, I think people liked it, but I don't think they loved it. So I'm going to go with uh, 71%. 71. I got, I got 67%. Yeah, I always uh, aim high on these things until I don't. Then I aim low. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. All right, guys. So first of all, let me just say the audience score for this movie reflects what you guys are saying because there's 42%. Oh. And that's the audience score. Believe it or not, the War of the Worlds is certified fresh at 75%. Nice. Right. So that was, right. that round right. goes to DP. All right, all right. Dave hey, I like it. Remind me again, though, the way that we uh, kind of do points in this, too. You get points for like, how far off you were from the correct okay. score. Yeah, how far you were, and whoever has the lowest score wins. There, okay, yeah. Unless you hit, hit one right on, then you get a minus five, okay? Yeah. Oh. Ouch. All right, here's number four. And this is a movie we talked about not too long ago, at the beginning of the Laughingstock tournament, because uh, it's really funny, but uh, I love it. And I want to I want to bring it up again. Ooh. The stars of a 1970s sci-fi yes. show, now scraping a living through reruns and sci-fi conventions, are beamed aboard an alien spacecraft. Uh-huh. Yeah. Leaving the cast heroic on-screen dramas or historical documents of real-life adventures, the band of aliens turns to the alien celebrities for help in their quest to overcome the oppressive regime in their solar system. This is uh, 1999's Galaxy Quest. I fucking love uh, Galaxy Quest. Marky, what do you have? 94? 94. All right, yeah. I, I love Galaxy Quest. I remember the critics loving Galaxy Quest. Uh, I gave it... I, I went with 92%. Mm-hmm. You guys are on fire tonight. I'm, com- a- I'm coming in low here at 80. No, no. Um, well, 88. Huh? It is certified fresh at 90%. So you guys <laughs> yeah. are oh, really, the difference, AJ. really, really on point tonight, all of you. So, wow. Um, all right. So I think I remember, um, I remember, you know, looking, looking into this when we were, when it was in the, was it a play in game or something? Yes. Yes. Yeah. It I remember it reading the play in uh, game, but then lost in the first. So round. I remember reading the, the reviews and stuff. I remember them being very positive for, uh, for this. So yeah. Great flick. Okay. The final movie. This is tight tonight, guys. Final movie goes like this. Gary King is an immature 40-year-old who's dying to take another stab at an epic pub crawl that he last attempted 20 years earlier. <laughs> he drags his reluctant buddies back to their hometown and sets out for a night of heavy drinking. As they make their way toward the ultimate destination, the Fables World End pub, Gary and his friends attempt to reconcile the past and present. However, the real-life struggles for the future when their journey turns into a battle for mankind. This is 2013 Simon Pegg's The World's End. Marky, what do you have? 65. God, um, I think this movie was really well reviewed. I remember this being like very well liked. I went with 88%. Now, after hearing Marky's, I feel like, fuck, maybe I'm wrong. No, but I, I, I thought, it, I thought they loved these, it. How I feel. AJ, what do you it. have? 83%. I'm not a good uh person to gauge this shit off of because i i get too emotional and like it's yeah. personal <laughs> yeah marky you you were really you were really in this one up until this this last one uh because <laughs> the world's end is certified fresh at 89 percent wow. 
You just oh. missed EP. Oh, so, that uh, minus five would have won this for me. Yeah, it really would have. So, uh, guys, uh, speak amongst yourself. Actually, the world's end is a good one to talk about. Speak amongst yourselves while I uh, tally yeah, up the results. The, uh, right? the, the end of the, the Coronado trilogy, right? Where you get what? Shaun of the Dead. Uh, hot fuzz. Hot fuzz. Yeah, and then the world's end. <laughs> Yeah, so that's what actually I, World's End is the only one I haven't seen of those three. So. Yeah, I was I didn't really care for, I, you know, maybe I should watch it again. I didn't really care for it because um, after watching Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz, I was expecting something a little different. Um, I think World's End, especially the ending of that movie, it's a little bit more cerebral, um, where the Hot Fuzz and uh, Shaun of the Dead are just easy comedies in your face easy you know not necessarily easy writing but an easier plot to follow where uh i wasn't expecting that in world's end so you know yeah i didn't care See, i actually much. i saw world's end before i saw hot fuzz okay well, see, yeah, I, I saw, I I saw the, I, yeah i saw the first two in order and then i just didn't get around to world's end but um yeah, I should have watched it. I love the first two. I just <laughs> I, I liked it. Yeah. yeah, I didn't hate it. It just wasn't what I was expecting, so it kind of threw me threw me out of the loop. And that's all what right. I was saying. My ratings and on all you, these and, are and all. And as you guys know, I'm a huge Shaun of the Dead fan. Mm. So. Yeah. All right, boys. I do have the results here. All right. All right. Um, here we go. Marky, you finished oh. it. You know that's what we already <laughs> that's know. Okay, DP, you are moving. Uh, you are you you are getting a shot at the title in two weeks. Um. So, Mark, I'm not going to say your score. Honestly, if, if, if you didn't botch that last one, you were right in it. So, um, finishing, I'm just going to go ahead and give you the winner by one point. Oh, boy. 19 points. AJ, you win this one. Oh! DP, you got 20. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. You beat me by one. Yeah. Bro, I was you, right. If I got minus five on that last one, I win. You would have won it. You know what, guys? I'm, I'm, you know, I'm pretty good at this. So, yeah, you know. he's feeling good. So, uh, Mark, <laughs> hopefully uh, two weeks from now, uh, you, you can come up with something. Um, yeah. Always maybe throw it, call an audible. Maybe our guest host wants to do the Rotten Tomatoes. Well, yeah. If, if you want to wait for me, then. then oh, uh, that'd, be, uh, that'd be fun. Yeah. Well, that's a, a good way to get them involved, right? Yeah, I think yeah. so. We always that's do our best. You ever notice we always do our best brainstorming while everyone's listening to us? Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. like, hey, we just work much better podcast. if we did it off mic, but hey, yeah, but hey, why not? The, the ideas are better right now. Let them flow, baby. So, I, I, work, I work better when we do it live. You know? That's true. <laughs> that's true. All right. So, uh, DP, um, we got the game out of the way. Uh, your topic this week. Uh, so, why don't you go ahead and tell us uh, what it is and what we're going to talk about and all that, all that shit. Yes, sir. Yes. So, um, again, uh, if you've listened before, you've heard. Uh, we, we pick movies for each other to watch. And it's one of our favorite things is sharing movies with each other. Like if there's a movie I've seen that someone else hasn't, I can't wait to share it with them right. and, you know, get their feelings on it and uh, their opinion on it. And so we love doing it for each other and for the listeners. And so I figured this week, let's let the listeners do it for us. So, this week we let the listeners pick movies for all of us, and uh, you know we got we we got a lot of responses. It was fucking fantastic. Uh, each member of the the council tonight has is watched a movie from a different listener. So a couple of you listeners, you sent us a, a couple movies. We're gonna get to those 
and in a future episode. But uh, for for this first one, we're gonna spread it around since we got so many responses. Uh, one of the responses we got was from favorite listener TM Rachel, and uh, she picked a movie for AJ called Ooh. Wild Tales. AJ, why don't you hit us up? Let us know what you thought of Wild Tales, what it's about. What uh, I, 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 admittedly, I didn't watch this one. I did look it up and I saw what it was about and everything. But uh, why don't you let everyone know what it was about, what you thought of it, the whole nine yards? Let's hear it. Yeah, sure. So, have TW and Marky, have you guys seen? Did you guys get a chance to see Wild Tales? Yeah, um, I did. W did. I did. Negative. Awesome. Uh, awesome. Awesome. So. The one thing I was wondering about tonight was, uh, you know, we're not picking them for each other. So how many of us are going to get to talk about each movie? Right? I think if you've seen it and you want to throw something in there, just say it. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So I was just, I was curious about that. Um, but Wild Tales, the 2014 uh, Argentinian film. Um, it's not, not a, not a typical uh, a film. It's, it's, it's basically an anthology where they tell several stories about people who have, uh, you know, uh, experienced injustice and, you know, uh, want to do something about it, basically. <laughs> so some of the tales include um, uh, this guy who, who uh, uh, gets everybody onto a, up the same plane by some some different mean nefarious means because they all wronged him and then crashes proceeds to to get the plane crash so court you know he gets into the cockpit and he, I I the movie opened for Christ's sake yeah yeah Jesus yeah so Christ. that's wow. the first story then there's like a, a story in a diner about this guy that's gangster that walks in and the and the waitress knows him because she screwed he screwed her family over and made his father, her father kill himself. And then they, you know, the, 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 the cook compels her to try to poison the guy with rat poison. Like it's wow. like all these stories are like that. Yeah. There's a, there's a road rage one where a guy in an Audi drives by this other guy and uh, flips him off because he wouldn't let him buy it first. And then he's his tire. He, he, he gets a flat and he's on the side of the road. And then the guy comes, passes them there's a whole th you know so it just keeps building and building but the thing about this film is that it's um it's all the same director so a lot of these anthology films are like i don't know if any of you guys saw four rooms way back yeah in the day yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, where they were all great by the way great great movie oh, yeah really one of my movie. yeah it's it's underrated film too Big but time. uh but uh, it's all different directors. Tarantino directs one. Right. Robert Rodriguez directs a scene, like all that stuff, right? And mm -hmm. it's it takes place in a hotel, and it's about these stories in four different rooms, right? This is the stories all have the same theme, but it's the same director, Damien Chiffron. I think I'm saying his name right. It's a Argentinian Tinian film, so Argentinian guy, and um, I love this movie. I thought wow, it was terrific, right. but the thing about it is because it's the same director, it has like the tone stays consistent. You know, I, I like to think of it like uh, you guys watch Black Mirror. It's like yeah. Black Mirror where it's, but it's not like, yeah, yeah, but it's not like science fiction or technology in the future. It's a different theme. It's just but twisted. It's, it's twisted. And the tone is, is the tone is of a different 
a different type, right? It's all about getting comeuppance and, and, and this stuff. And, and the last, it builds too, because the very last story was my favorite with the yeah. wedding, with yeah. the wedding, yeah. with the, with the, with the, the bride who's cheated on. She finds out during the reception that she was cheated on and it, it, it just it it's, spirals. It <laughs> spirals in a major way from there. It was like but, the best wedding ever. Yeah, it was amazing. It was amazing. I'm like, these For guys, us, like we would have loved yes. to have been there. Everyone else hated it. <laughs> but I'll tell you, Rachel, Rachel, thank you. Thank you. I think somehow you've captured me. Um, I don't know if we've talked about it here, but, you know, I am a fan of foreign films. I know mm. I get made fun of, <laughs> you know, reading Russian novels and watching foreign films. And I, but I, hey, I uh, real quick question, but, AJ, real quick. When you were watching Wild Tales, did you have your monocle in or did you watch it without your monocle? Yeah. Without the monocle? Because I, I actually, you know, I couldn't find the monocle. So that's an <laughs> issue there. But I'll tell you, I really enjoyed this. It was unique. It was different. It had, um, it had something to say. And I really enjoyed it. It, it, was, it was ballsy. Like the, the, the director was ballsy, I thought. Uh, and and it, he didn't pull any punches, and I really I really enjoyed it. You could tell the the actors were enjoying it. It's funny at times. You have to just laugh at some of the some of the um, dark some of the situations say, because it, it, can, it can be dark, but there's some hilarity to it too. I mean, even the bride, like she starts just acting maniacal, but it's like she almost can't help but like laugh because it's just yes. some of the hilarity of it, but. I really, really enjoyed this film. I really did. And I'll tell you, I'd watch it again. Mm-hmm. It was about two, just over two hours long. And uh, uh, it was, it was, I thought it was terrific. And it was not, I think it was nominated for best foreign language film Oscar. Oh, wow. By the way. So, um, so uh, terrific. I, I, I really liked it. Awesome. Wow. Well, so yeah, thank you very much, Rachel. DP, let yeah, me just thank you, Rachel. Let yeah. me say a couple things about that movie because I did I actually watched it, just finished it before we went on tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, DP, this is a movie you would love because I think I referenced a couple of weeks ago. You love movies <laughs> where, where random violence happens to people for like doing stupid things. And, like, yeah. Oh yeah, you know, like you love little annoying for, things yeah, for annoying people shit. killed. Yeah, yes. I love it. And that goes on the whole fucking. <laughs> yeah, movie. the guy that's constantly oh, wow. getting his car towed. Yeah, I love that one. That really <laughs> yeah, good. yeah. Uh, I will also say that um, Rachel, considering that this is like one of your favorite movies, you might need to seek therapy because this movie <laughs> is fucked. It's fucked. It's six totally ways to the fucked. Weekend. It, it, but I agree with AJ. I absolutely loved it. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes has it like 94%. The, I think oh, wow. the, the uh, yeah. audience review is like 92 or maybe that's swap. So it's... Uh, no, yeah, yeah. The audience score is really high too. Yeah. You're right. So, You're right. Uh, yeah. And AJ, even the one... Actually, I think my favorite one that you didn't even mention was the one uh, where the, the, they're trying to protect the kid who... The drunk driving. Drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's really yeah, that's good. terrific too. That's the second yeah, yeah. to last one, I believe. But, but uh, that, that was terrific too. AJ, that's the thing. I, I I thought the same thing while I was watching. I'm like, this is rem- this reminds me of watching episodes of Black Mirror. Like again, it's not sci-fi-ish, but it's fucking weird and twisted and has kind of that pace and that weird kind of dark comedy to it. So hundred percent. I thought it was a really good movie. I think you guys would like it. I mean, I we spoiled a little bit of it, but oh my god, the um the that last one, the wedding is just wild. And uh, you know, I, oh, I, read I, a, I read a review about it and uh, I don't know the, the name of that girl. I guess her name is Erica Rivas. And I, I didn't look further into this and I should, but I guess from everyone was saying it was like a star making performance from her. Cause she was 
fucking nuts in this i mean oh um, but but like amazing i was on her side the entire time oh i was too it's wild and she uh, took you for she took you for a ride in that last one too and i love really really good flick absolutely 100 recommend it you guys should see it i know like aj yeah i i I get like a little like i don't want to read fucking subtitles like i get like that but it it was (laughs) it was it's really um very quick fast-paced um uh screenplay so it's not like you get to sit there and read long sentences it was just bang bang there's a lot of back and forth it made it really really easy to navigate through so for anybody who's like who doesn't who gets like me and doesn't like to read the subtitles that wasn't an issue at all on this it was it was just really perfectly done no i agree with that i agree with that um and i i just and, and none of the stories really had that where i was like all right let's move on to the next one I was yeah. really enjoying the way that it built and the way that the, the, the consistent, the way the tone, because mm-hmm. with that being the same director, it, it kind of, it works so well building on it. On I mean, not, not that the stories were related to each other as far as content goes, but the tone yeah, and the way the thing built. And I loved it. I loved it. And it built right. to this big crescendo at the end. I loved yeah. it. Marky. Yeah. Just a question. I haven't seen it. Um, is there, Anything between you said it was uh, six stories. Is there anything yeah. between the stories of uh, any kind of continuity? Like in four rooms, there was the bellboy that was in each no. story, but the no. Were, no. zero story wise. Uh, no, no, no. Gotcha. the characters going to, yeah, they're all separate. It is more, screen, it's yeah. more Black Mirror ish, where like, yeah. yes, it's just got it's a, a similar vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Separate actors, so separate, uh, yes. separate, separate characters. stories, separate everything. Yes, yeah. but mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, AJ, you're right. Like each story. I, I mean the one the the road rage one, that one's fucked up. Uh, it that, totally that, that one, up. That that one got that that one. I I don't think I would care to watch again. But the other five, absolutely. Yeah. No, I I could see that, but but the the way it ended, I liked. It's fucked up. I like the way it at the very end of it. <laughs> yeah, when the, yeah, yeah. The cops. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, all right, that's fine. So, um, yeah. yeah, Rachel, I agree with AJ. Thank you. That that honestly, it's a great pick. Um, I I can't believe I never heard of it. And then I looked it up on, on Rotten Tomatoes before I watched it, and I went, "What the fuck is like this?" Looks great. So, uh, really good, really, really good movie. She's got great taste. She's she's giving me some good ones recently. Yeah. Um. Thank you, Rachel. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Great job. And uh, she got she got me big time. Yeah. yeah, and so so guys, for the listeners, if they want to check this movie out, where uh, where'd you guys watch it? Did you rent it or I I paid for it on Amazon. It was the only yep. one of those movies this week I think that I had mm-hmm. to pay for the rest. Yeah, of the- and like, like three ninety nine rental yeah. on Amazon. Yeah, so, yeah. Voodoo. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I looked on Voodoo. You had to buy it for like fourteen bucks. Like, but Amazon three ninety nine. Um, actually, right, I kind of wish I did. So, yeah. I kind of wish I did buy it now. Uh, right, so you can it's watch that, it it's that good it's right that good good yeah. yeah so all right so there you go people if you want to check it out yeah might as well go ahead and buy it it's worth <laughs> it because it's a, a definite multiple watcher so wild tales was the name of that right yeah wild yes. tales yeah very very good all right awesome um man where do i you know what we're gonna uh we're gonna go to uh, Tim next. Tim, Hey-o. you uh, watch a movie picked by one of our listeners, Madison, who uh, really wanted you to watch yet another animated film. Yeah, she's <laughs> an because <asshole>. fucking <laughs> Madison rules. Yeah, no. Thank nice. you, Madison. Yeah, she's this is awesome. Um, so T Dubs, you watched the movie uh, Raya and the Last Dragon, right? I did. I did. All right, let us know what it's all about. Um. So. 
first off, let me just let me just say, look, I'm 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 just I'm never gonna be able to escape this fucking Wally nonsense. Like, I'm, <laughs> just, I'm, I'm never gonna get past it. Like, like, I, God forbid, I don't like a fucking movie that everybody else likes, and my life has been a living hell ever since. Like, that's it. She literally texted me. She was like, because you hate Wally, I want to pick you an animated movie. <laughs> Thank you again. <laughs> well, let me tell you something, DP and yes, sir, Madison. Uh, before I get into what I thought of the movie, um, what I thought of the movie in a minute. Basically, it, it's a movie, um, it's set in uh, obviously a fantasy world called Kumandra, and it's about. Uh, it's called Raya and the Last Dragon. Obviously, it's about dragons as well. Um, and basically, I'll, I'll, I'll read you the synopsis. I got it right here. Uh, long ago in a fantasy world of Kumandra, humans and dragons lived together in harmony, but when sinister monsters known as the Droon threatened the land, the dragons sacrificed themselves to save humanity. Now, 500 years later, those same monsters have returned, and it's up to a lone warrior, Raya, to track down the last dragon in order to finally stop the Droon for good. However, a longer journey shall learn that it'll take more than the dragon to save uh, the world that's going to uh, take trust as well. Um, this, anybody else see it, by the way? I did, yes. I watched uh, it. AJ? I saw it, yeah. Uh, so f- let me just, uh, just, just get this out of the way right now, okay? I fucking loved this movie. I thought it was really good. I thought it Bullshit. was really... No, I'm telling you, Marky. I thought it was really good. Um, I, and I'll compare it to Wally for a minute. What I loved about it was what I hated about Wally. All the characters in Wally sucked. They had no depth to them. They were just annoying and stupid. All the the characters in this movie are so fucking likable. Um, um, well, I mean, other than the, the the bad guys, of course. But um, between Raya and her dad, they're great. Uh, obviously, um, what, what, what's her what's her name? The the dragon. Sisu. Yeah, that she's awesome. Um, even that, like uh, the, the kid they meet on the boat, um, mm-hmm. the, the, oh, the, yeah. the baby Boone. and those stupid little animals, and then that big ass dude they meet when they're there. I, I can't remember all the names. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um, I got super high before I watched it. I, I think that's why I'm, I'm not <laughs> nice. Names. But it's a really cool story. It's well crafted. The characters are super likable and super endearing. And, um, uh, I, I thought it like had like a, a really good overall point. I, I think I liked that it had an idea to it and it was a, a really well-told story. And I don't know. I fucking enjoyed my time. I, I don't like a lot of animated movies, but I liked this one. So well, this is a, right? uh, a Disney movie, correct? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It just came um, out last year. I think. Yeah. 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 I, yeah, I really like this one too. Like, um, again, the st- I, I'll say this. I found, the, I found the story to be, like a bit kind of paint by numbers, you know, kind of like, it, yeah, it's a well-worn fucking narrative structure and everything. And the, the characters were all kind of, you know, prototype characters, but like you said, they're all so goddamn likable. Yeah. And, and like, it's, it's really well done and the characters are super likable. Um, yeah. I, I enjoyed watching this. I found it super fun. If I had one small complaint, It'd just be this, so like the very end of the movie, kind of when, you know, spoiler alert, the good guys win, of right. course. But at the end, like the the way it's lit and everything, at the end, everything's brighter and more beautiful. Like the animation there is fucking awesome. Yeah. And I just kind of wish we had that through the whole movie. 
But I mean, I, I get the point of having it at the end of the movie, but it just would have been nice to see such beautiful animation the whole way through. Yeah. But that's just, yeah, a small complaint, which I get why it was done the way it was mm. done. But yeah, very, very fun movie to watch. I liked it a lot. AJ, what did you think of it? So I'll say, TP, I, I don't entirely agree about the animation. If you look at throughout the film, even like the background, there's so many things that are so carefully considered. The animation mm-hmm. in this film is so spectacular. I thought it was beautiful. Yeah, yeah it was so beautiful. Yes, they, I, it, there is a point to making it brighter at the end and all that. Um, but I really like Ryan the Last Dragon. It was the one word I give this film is uplifting. Yes. Yes. Very. It, it's very, very uplifting. Aquafina is is hilarious. I think she does mm-hmm. such a nice job. Mm-hmm. I knew I recognized um, that voice. <laughs> yeah, she, as Sisu, she does such a nice job, and it's just yes, yes. There's some paint by numbers elements to the story, and they get a little heavy heavy handed with the message at times, mm-hmm. um, where they're just they're kind of hitting you over the head with it, you know. Um, but at the end of the day, I was rooting for all these characters. You know, I was even rooting for Namari. I was like, come on, girl. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on, be right. good. Which, be cool, I, man. Can <laughs> I just doing ask, this for everybody. Yeah. Can, can I just ask? So that uh, Namari is like kind of the main antagonist. Is it weird that I was like, Attracted to her? No, no, no. no. She can, and her mom. And no, her she mom. she can oh, get it. God, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> DP, right. did did you look to see who the voice of of for like her her like uh pet Raya's pet there that rides her around everywhere? Tuk Tuk. No. Tuk-tuk. Yeah, yeah, that's, did... a, that's Alan Tudyk. Oh, really? Yeah. Of <laughs> yeah. He just is. makes silly of ass noises. It is. <laughs> that guy's brilliant. He really but is. I, yeah. Look, I I, did I love Tuk Tuk too. I, I did yeah. enjoy it. It was um, it was it was just uplifting, and it was it, and you were rooting for these for the characters. That's what they made you feel, good. Really, what they made you feel good. Yeah, that's what they're and, going and, for. and it made me feel good. And I thought the animation was spectacular. One of the best Pixar uh, is it Pixar or is I it just, just Disney? I think it's just Disney Animated yeah. Studios. Disney Animated, right? It's one of the best yeah. one yeah, of the right. best uh, animation jobs they've done. In a Disney film, I think yeah. I've seen it in a long time. Uh, it was really, really well done, especially with the dragons flying around. Yeah, and they yeah. do like that kind of, um, you know, like that spirited away dragon style, like the dragon mm-hmm. that was, they do that kind of style dragon. Uh, and, it, and and it's really cool. It's really, really cool. Can I say, yeah. can I say one thing that's like a little weird? About, not weird, but I'm like, I don't. So I get this is supposed to be like, take place in like, uh, it's a mythical world, but it's clearly like an Asian culture, right? Yes, mm-hmm. yes. None of them sound Asian, though, right? Like none of like the yet every voice is an Asian person who does all the characters. Yeah, Benedict uh, Wong is in it. Yeah, Daniel Kim. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Sandra O. Oh, Aquafina. Um, yeah, they're all and they don't have to be, but because none of but them sound like. And I don't want to say anyone sounds Asian because I'll be get you know we'll get fucking canceled. <laughs> but I, I mean, like, I'm just saying. Like they just sound like Americanized. All I know voices. is that they were Asian. <laughs> yeah. What the what the fuck are Robster Cross? <laughs> That's what I mean, though, right? That's what I mean. And but no, they all just sound like Americanized uh, voices, but they all do happen to be Asian. So I don't know if that's that, that had to be it had to be on purpose. Um, 
but yeah, I agree with all you guys. Like it was, it was fun. Yeah. I, it was and, 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 nice and there was some, I agree with DP. There's like some paint by numbers aspect where she's like recruiting these people along the way. And they yeah, all yeah, become yeah, like yeah. this ragtag group of whatever, like, yeah, that's, that's it's all we've well we've worn. Seen, we, yes. Yeah. But they, Disney movie. You know what? They wear it well. They wear it well. They wear it comfortably. And I think it, it plays really well. It, it's, it strikes all the right tones. Like yeah. I just, I thought it was really good. Uh, and, and I would, yeah, I would watch this movie. That's what, you know, when I uh, asked you guys, like, is this a Disney movie? Because like that is, is, you know, as long as they've been around, they know what they're doing. Yeah. And mm-hmm. nine times out of 10, they knock it out of the park. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to a movie like this, it's, you know, I I can't remember a movie that I haven't not like. They're, they're child oriented movies, but they're still fucking good. Yeah, and and yeah. TW Raya can get it too. You know? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, the later version of Raya, right? Six the, years later, the right? six let's, years later, Raya yeah, can get let's, it. You know, make sure we qualify. Oh, that, that. one? No, <laughs> no. I, I, wait. I mean, yes, yes. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so, uh, Maddie, I know you were trying to fuck with me uh, to to make me watch an animated movie, but I actually really enjoyed backfire. it. Backfire. Uh, so, um, epic great, backfire. It's actually a great pick. I really, really liked it. Um, so yeah, hey, listen. Um, I do too. Thank you, man. I, I win all the way around. I proved you wrong, and I got to watch a great movie. So I'm happy. I liked it. Score. And, and and three three out of your four boys uh, liked it here, and I bet you Marky would too. Sure. Absolutely. So yeah, yeah. Because you know, Marky, it I also think th- there were lots of parts of it that kind of felt like a like a cross between a Disney movie and an anime with yeah. like the like the you know fight scenes they had yeah. and the weapons they were using it seemed very like you know anime style but in a disney movie so yeah i agree really with that 100 cool. yeah 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 they definitely totally definitely did that really yeah. really well yeah that was awesome so all right so we're, we're we're gonna move on to the next movie and we're gonna do my pick next because i want to save marquis for the end and for me uh, one of our listeners reached out on Instagram, uh, Lisa, and she picked Lisa. Uh, uh, Lisa. She <laughs> picked Collateral Beauty, which is a movie that has been brought up before on uh, on on the podcast. I think uh, Rachel might have brought it up, or some she one did. of our listeners brought us brought it, it up. It was Rachel, yeah. And we saw how horrible the reviews were for it. Shall I? Shall I again read that consensus? <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. It's really good. But, um, yeah, you know what? Go ahead, read the consensus. Yeah, real quick. yeah fired up. <laughs> Hold on. Right. I'm getting there. I should have yeah. had this teed up. I know. Right. <laughs> But I got an internal server error on. Uh, well, tell us what it's about, right. DP, because I remember us right. talking shit, but I don't remember what it's about. Yeah, so uh, it's a movie. It stars Will Smith, uh, uh, Edward Norton. What a cast, Kate by the way. Winslet. Can yeah. I say that, DP? Really, dude? A crazy good cast. Yeah, uh, Michael Pena, Helen Mirren, Kira Knightley. I mean, this cast is fucking amazing. I love Michael Pena. Yeah, yeah um, very underrated. Yeah, and, and it's a story of this guy uh, played by Will Smith who runs like an advertising firm, a very successful one. And uh, his young daughter dies and he goes into like this deep depression 
And so his business partners, played by Edward Norton, Kate Winslet, and Michael Pena, um, they 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 want to like sell the company because things are going bad since he lost his mind. Um, and they basically kind of like gaslight him because at one point he decides to write letters to love and time and death and they find out about it and so they hire actors to pretend their love time and death to confront him and all this shit goes on so alright I'll say I gotta just say that's a fun way to describe a movie all this shit goes on yeah so this movie like I said the cast is amazing um and it's horribly reviewed kind of for damn good reason. Cause like, I I'll say there are some, although I I'll say this for people that say they came away from it, liking it. I get that too, because there are a couple scenes in this movie that are fucking phenomenal, like some really, really awesome scenes, but all these awesome scenes are surrounded by terrible scenes. And like a terrible waste of awesome actors. Like it like so Edward Norton and Kate Winslet and Michael Pena to a degree, not as much, but especially those two, their characters are so like two-dimensional, like bullshit characters you've seen in every other movie. They're horrible, and it's such a waste of talent. But there are moments where Will Smith is amazing in this. Like he has some awesome, awesome like scenes and like this movie definitely tries to make you cry and it succeeds a couple times. <laughs> like there are moments of this movie where like, God damn, but on the whole, it's just so, and there's like this weird ending where like you can't quite tell if they're trying to say that these actors they hired were actual interpretations of love death and time or if it was just him imagine like this is weird ending that doesn't make sense and doesn't fit for the movie and like it should be so much better and there are some awesome moments that show the potential of this movie but there's such downsides to this movie i like i can't recommend it but again, like I said, there's such awesome moments I can see. Like, like I cried a couple times watching this movie. So if you like, I, I can get coming away from it thinking, "Wow, that movie like really made me feel." I liked it, but I, I, I didn't really like it. I, Edward Norton is so horrible in this movie. Yeah. I almost like stopped liking him. <laughs> Yeah, and Kate Winslet just as bad. Like such the fucking like, you know, stereotypical like. Oh, I work too hard. I'm a hardworking woman. Like, yeah, we get it. We've seen you eight hundred times. Like, give us something new. But eh. all right, and it. But so, did anyone else unfortunately watch Collateral Beauty? Oh boy, the Sherry Boys coming through. Ah, uh, AJ, your thoughts. I I I don't want to um. <clears throat> I don't want to beat this up too much. <laughs> My, anyone that listens 
um, anybody that's listening now will know, will find out now. Lisa's a friend of mine, personal friend of mine. <laughs> so, yeah, so I don't want to beat the crap out of this movie, but I will say a couple things. One, yes, they really try to make you cry in this movie, but oh, all yeah. these scenes that they're doing that, it's so contrived that's the yes. one that's yes. the one word i kept coming up with everything is just deliberately created you know what i mean it's it's not it's nothing comes out organically it's just this like deliberate means to try to an end to try to make you cry it's contrived every scene is set up that way and I feel like they hired all these great actors to like because they were overcompensating for this poorly written script and mm-hmm. and that's and that's why you get these performances that you got out of Edward Norton, who, by the way, is a, an incredible actor. And so is Kate Winslet. I mean, she's yeah. a terrific, terrific actor. Two of the best doing it right now. Right out there. Yeah, top yeah. notch. Top yeah. notch. Have Kate you seen Mayor? Oh, it's a TV show, but God damn, she's good. With Kate Winslet, Mayor, Mayor of Easttown? Yeah. yeah, I need to see it. So need- good. She is terrific, but in this one, DP's so right. They give them nothing to do. Yeah. All right? They give them these scenes that are, once again, I'll use this word, they're just contrived. They're just put into these situations, and they, they, they pair them up with these, uh, these, uh, you know, these, these other great actors, and they're hoping that they're going to deliver these lines, and because they're such good actors, it's going to land, and it's going to have this emotional impact. But you know what? It never does. It never does throughout the entire film. And that's my problem with it. I just, none of it lands. I'll agree that Will Smith does have his moments in this film, mm-hmm. but it's just not enough. Yeah. So it's not. Yeah. Like, uh, I think it's, uh, what's it? Kara Knightley has a couple of great moments Will, with Will Smith when they, they played off each other very well. But the, yeah, that's it. Tim, do you, you also watch this? AJ, uh, by the way, that your Rotten Tomatoes issue wasn't just you. There's an issue with the system, but I, I did get it up. I do have the... Yeah, read it. Hit it. Get it up. Uh, <laughs> uh, which is shocking for me. But um, <laughs> critics' consensus. Well-meaning but fundamentally flawed, collateral beauty aims for uplift but collapses in unintentional hilarity. <laughs> that is a ringing endorsement for this movie. Uh, let, me just say let me just say this. DP, I completely disagree with you um, about one thing uh, where you said there were some really great moments. There were literally zero great moments in this movie. See, I, it I was don't know. I, so bad. Like I, said, I think Will Smith and Kara Knightley had a couple a couple moments that were great. Yeah, the moments they had together, I wanted them to both spontaneously combust. It was <laughs> so even, bad. But even those scenes was, were very contrived. It was so yes. bad. And uh, the uh, I'll just uh, you know you made it. You talked about yeah, the ending was no, the ending made absolutely no fucking sense. Not, it made no sense. Yeah. It was stupid. It, they just wrapped up with hey, do that. It, you know why? Why? Cl- why tie up loose ends when you could just do this? Yeah, um, exactly. So 100%. bad. And when Ed Norton and Kate Winslet and Helen Mirren can't save a fucking movie, that means it's horrible. I mean, right, that's criminally script, bad. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. The script is garbage. It's yeah. about as bad as I've ever seen. Um, it's literally in my top 10 least favorite movies. It's really awful. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'll say this too. Um, like the the big reveal that the the woman at the uh, like yeah, group. Spoiler alert. Fuck it. 
what was his ex-wife yeah like oh wow i didn't see that coming yeah, i didn't care the second you fucking met her everyone yeah. knew it was coming it was a, a a terrible reveal of shit you didn't care about it yeah dp dp i didn't see it coming you want to know why because i didn't give a fuck <laughs> it was the I problem yeah you know what i i think i barely saw it coming it was only because i was so um I was just rolling my eyes. Yeah, everything. I was looking at my phone yeah. most of the movie, and and like the, um, the, and yeah, I mean, the first time the, he went into the group was, and talked to her, I knew. He I was, was like, such, oh, that's his ex-wife, dude. Yeah. He was such a bitch the whole movie, and the the there was not, and I talk about this all the time, and and this is big for me in movies. There was legitimately, legitimately not one likable character in that entire movie. Not one. They all suck. The only one who I was kind of lukewarm about was the one kid that no one knew was the kid that played Time, the young, the young black yeah. kid. Yeah, I, 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 he's I, the one I liked. I was okay with him. Outside of that, I thought they all were terrible. They were trying to make Helen Mirren more than she really was. They tried to just get her more screen time because she's fucking Helen Mirren. I didn't even know it was Helen Mirren until about three quarters of the way through the movie, to be totally honest with you, because I didn't care. Um, <laughs> I was just so immediately uninvested in this horrible story that people are trying to say, oh, it's like a it's like a Dickens-esque uh, fuck off. Like, no, it's just it's just bad. And um, I, I just I, I, I can't, could not go on any longer about how much I hated this movie. Yeah. It's, Really yeah, bad. like I said, I, I tried to be nice, you know, for Left Eye and for Rachel. Yeah. But um, yeah. Can we just go ahead and just throw this one into the Mystic River? Yeah, go ahead. It's in the yeah. Mystic River. All right. Dump yeah. it. Mark, we don't, we don't even need it. a vote. Yeah, just Mark, I don't even want to put you through it, man. Dump that shit in the Mystic River and say, fuck it. Yeah, it, 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 it makes me... It, it makes me upset because I... And, and I know uh, all of you are here, CW uh, and I... Uh, are huge fans of Edward Norton. And, you know, it's just, it's sad to see him in something like this. AJ, AJ, I'm also a big fan of your friend, Lisa Lopez. All right. So I don't want her to take Lopes. it personally. Lopes. Oh, Get sorry. It. Lisa left eye Lopes. I'm a big fan of her and uh, I don't want her to take this personal, but this movie's bad. It's bad. <laughs> it's bad. And, um, and, and there's really no uh, redeeming qualities to this movie in the slightest. So, Love you, Lopes, but uh, yeah, you missed this one. Missed the mark. <laughs> Sorry, sweetheart. So, all right. Um, yeah, let, let's let, let's cleanse our palate. <laughs> yeah. And, and move over to a movie that uh, was picked for Marky. Yeah. By, by who? Our boy, the Booker Man. All right. All right. All right. Now, 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 now we're cooking with gas. Yeah. So the Booker, Booker Man Man's got involved. Yeah. He, he, he was at range cage with me. Up. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna edit in the the Stone Cold theme music here, like <laughs> glass breaking. All right, business is picked up, and Marky is gonna talk about a movie called Freaks. That's right. Uh, yeah. Good. Take it away, Marky. Let us know what the movie's all about and your thoughts. Okay, so this is going to be, like we always do, uh, riddled with spoilers. So uh, we all uh, we all watch this movie, I believe. And, uh, you know, judging by saving it for last, that typically means that we all liked it or TW is going to take a massive shit on it and he wants to, like, <laughs> save it for last. In any case. Uh, no, you haven't been on Facebook? Uh, I don't get on Facebook. No. Oh, you saw that, AJ. All right. Yeah, I did. Um. So this was, uh, I believe, like a Netflix movie or Netflix bought it. It was like plastered all over Netflix. Came out in 2018. Like DP said, it's called Freaks. 
it is a sci-fi movie. I uh, thank you, Booker Man, for picking that for me. Um, you know, and I remember seeing this on uh, when scrolling through, looking for a movie some time ago, years ago, maybe. And you know, when you hover over a movie and it will give you maybe like a a brief trailer or whatever. I feel like when I saw this one, it wasn't a trailer as much as it was just a scene. And the scene that it showed, I thought that looks fucking dumb. And I <laughs> skipped it and I never watched it and I never would have watched it. And I'm glad that he picked it for me because I really liked it. Um, the overall synopsis I'll give right now, and it's not the umbrella synopsis isn't anything groundbreaking. It's essentially people that have superpowers and the people without superpowers are afraid of these people. That's why it's called freaks. The freaks have the powers and everyone else that's normal fears them. And they're trying to imprison them. They're trying to kill them. They're trying to round them up. You know, that's almost like an X-Men kind of story. Nothing really exactly. groundbreaking there, but the way that this story is told is very interesting and is new. I didn't look up anything about it before I watched it. I just hit play. And so the first, I'd say at least the first third of the movie, you are playing the guessing game of like, what the fuck is going on? Because it follows this little girl. She's probably, I think they say that she's like seven years old or something. Um, and she's with her father and they're, they're living very grungily in this derelict house and very hermit-like to the outside world. And you get glimpses, like he's got the windows taped up um, and you get glimpses of the outside world and things aren't really going, like things aren't happening normally outside all the time. Sometimes they are, sometimes they're not. So again, you're like, what is going on? And he's always telling her he's, you know, very controlling, um, but it's for her own good is what he keeps telling her that people out there want to kill her and all this um she's just a young girl she wants to play she wants to be outside he's like no no you can't go outside they'll kill you and so you for a little bit i was like is there zombies are there monsters out there she eventually does get outside and everything's very normal like so then you know again what the fuck is going on um emil hirsch plays the dad the the young girl i don't uh know her name off the top of my head i can get back to my imdb page her name is Lexley Kolker. Um, fantastic young woman. I don't know how old she really is. She plays a seven-year-old. Uh, one of the best like child actors I've seen in a long, long time. Emil Hirsch always Hands does well. Down. Yeah, she was amazing. It, it was that was stunning how good she was. Kind of creepy how good she was, really. Um, Bruce Dern plays uh, Bruce Dern. <laughs> yeah, he's, yep. he's, it's funny how old Bruce Dern has been for so long um, if you guys have seen The Hateful awesome. Eight in the, in the movie The Hateful Eight he's the old uh, Southern Civil War general that sits in the chair and he, he, he is ancient in that movie that movie came out in like 2014 or something or maybe older I'm a he's, huge, huge Bruce Dern fan over here yeah he ends up being her grandfather, but you think he's like a pedophile or something at first because he's trying to get her into his ice cream van. He's trying to trick her to get come into his van. That old um, chestnut. Yeah. So to give you guys a chance okay. to talk about it, I'll go ahead and kind of finish up the synopsis. Turns out Emil Hirsch, his daughter, the grandfather, 
they all have superpowers. The people on the outside world are the normals. That's why he doesn't want her going outside. Um, it's th- this, these things keep happening in uh, the young girl's bedroom where she's seeing people and she thinks it's ghosts. And you as the viewer, when you're not sure what's going on, you're, you're think maybe it is too, like a sixth sense kind of thing happening. Turns out that she's just an extremely powerful mutant for lack of a better term again kind of referencing x-men there and she's uh essentially teleporting herself uh to these locations where other people are and she thinks that she's in her room she's actually moving herself to them um the movie uh seems to have a little bit of a low budget but with the way that special effects are just so good now they they do a very good job of the the special effects they do use they pull off really well so it's you know it's not like a grand scale massive uh you know huge studio budget but the special effects they do do it's it it, it, they what's what's the word i'm looking for it's just it's done tastefully you know it's, it's not overdone they don't use a lot of locations in the film either. So that's correct. It's yeah, it's, it's the house, primarily the street in front of the house. Um, but it's, you know, I, I, I very much enjoyed this movie primarily for like a, the reasons I said, where you're guessing, I love that guessing game of like, what is happening? What am I looking at here? You're trying to break it down as the viewer going in blind. You're trying to piece together the story. They do such a good job of that. Um, and then at the end, it's just this nice, fun, kind of uh not revenge well a little bit revenge but just kind of like a comeuppance of you know these normal humans have been uh essentially rounding up and putting all these freaks either killing them or putting them in what they call the mountain and at the end they just decide to go fucking like they're they're gonna fight and they they fuck a lot of people up these this like police force that comes after them and there's this mother that's involved that they break out of the mountain and they just end up blasting everyone away. And it's like a, it, it's a happy story in the end for the freaks. Um, and I also, before I hand it over to you guys, I liked the little um, kind of uh, in, information nuggets that are dropped in throughout the movie on like the, the, the radio and yeah. the TV, like when they're passing by the TV and it will be like Dallas is, you know, it's like what was like the 10 year anniversary since Dallas it, mm-hmm. it was destroyed. And you find out later it was like some freak, like one person destroyed a whole city, which kind of uh, gives you a hint to why humanity is yeah. over it. So, and you got uh, the other one, the, the drone strike takes out a house in, in Seattle. Seattle. Yeah. yeah. You're like, what the fuck is going on? Why is there but- a drone strike in Seattle? Yeah. Yeah. So I'll go ahead and pass off. Whoever wants to go next, uh, one of you guys, uh, DP, I know you've been uh, kind of getting skittish over there. Let me know what you think about it. Dude, I fucking love this movie. This is like, I, I can't believe how good it was. So as like the resident superhero nerd, I got to say like the superpowers they have are fucking awesome awesome right like the like even the dude he, he almost seemed like he could just run real fast but the, just the fact he can like make a, a bubble around him where time, time stops yeah, yeah the time bubble thing was super fucking cool 
like the fact that the daughter is technically only like a few months old, but he's kept her in the time bubble the whole time. So she's fucking seven. Yeah. <laughs> after a few months, like those were super fucking cool. Great, um, yeah. Great uh, original plot, little plot points to the story. Yeah. Just those two points that you told. Yeah. Um, and like you said, it, I wish I didn't see the trailer beforehand. And just went into a cold because, like you said, that whole beginning of the movie, you're thinking like it's entirely possible that the father is just like schizophrenic yes. and completely out of his mind, and there's really nothing to be afraid of outside, and you don't know what's going on. Um, and, and then it kind of turns into this like fucking gritty, violent version of the TV show Heroes, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like it, it was fucking awesome my god like i hope they come out with a sequel like the way it ends and again spoiler alert with the mom and the daughter who are the two of them are so ridiculously powerful like they are like superman level powerful could fucking take over the world if they want and the, the fact that they just take off and that's how the movie ends i would kill for a fucking part two. I want to know what happens with mom yeah. and daughter because that was such a fucking cool ending. It was such a cool movie. Ah, oh, I fucking yeah, I loved it. I'm so glad I watched this. AJ, what do you think? Oh yeah, oh, all right. AJ. Oh, sorry. Yeah, let's go. Let's go to AJ. Sure. Um. So I just saw this a couple days ago. I I I um. I didn't know what to expect. I I did see TW's uh, post on Facebook about about it. I, I won't say what he said, but uh, so I had some expectations going in. You know, um, I'm not the biggest you know superhero or X Men whatever, but I do love sci fi, and I do love um, speculative sort of fiction like that. And I think what I first of all, I really really like this movie a yeah. lot a lot there's so much to like about it but what's what makes you kind of um i guess um not know what's going on at first is because everything is seen through this little girl's eyes yes and she has no idea what's going on she has no idea why her dad's bleeding from the eye or what you know (laughs) why he can't sleep or you know what what this lady's screaming in her closet's all about like she has no, it's also disorienting, right? Mm-hmm. And that's just the first act, right? Yeah. And then once they get into the second act, where like some of these movies set, tend to meander, just setting up for like the big spectacular finish, this is when the movie gets way more interesting in the second mm-hmm. act when she ventures outside and she yeah. does get in the the truck with the guy, and then they go into the you know into the world, and she sorts of realizes that she has these mind control powers too. And she gets, and the cop approaches them at the, and you start to learn more about the world. And the cop approaches them at the playground, and uh, she makes him put his gun away, and 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 you know what I mean. Then they just walk, walk, you know what I mean, and go away. And she realizes, oh, I can do that. And then she starts to become dangerous. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, how badass is that at the end when she just starts controlling people and making <laughs> yeah. them fucking kill themselves? She even, she even she makes she her made f- that lady shoot even, herself in the fucking head, dude. But she even yeah. made her oh. father. She even made her father do it to let her out of the closet or whatever, right? Yeah, like, yeah. with the drill. So, 
Right. With the drill. So Woo. the only, my only minor gripe is I wish that they used, um, you know, the agent there played by Grace Park. Yeah. Was on the uh, Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. Oh, I love her. She was on Hawaii yeah, 502 awesome. better known as a TV actress, but um, I wish they had sort of followed her more. And, and, you know, and maybe they, instead of the exposition dumps on the TV where they're showing the news, maybe the story's told that part of the story is told through her somehow, maybe that's it. But I mean, that, that's the only thing. I mean, where do you put that though? Like, I don't know, but yeah, I think otherwise, it would change the movie a little bit too. Though. A little bit. So, so it, it's just a minor thing I was thinking about, but only because I wanted to see more of her because I thought sure. she was, I thought she was pretty, pretty, pretty no, cool. I, in it. I agree. That could almost be a spinoff of just like her and that police force. I forget what they called it, but with, uh, you know, hunting. Exact. Yes. Hunting yes. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and she had that like calm, cool thing. And she's got they got that that thing where they're like, show, they're putting the, the UV, whatever it is on the eyes to show where yeah, there's the blood, the blood there. Yeah. Yeah. They, they all get I could smell the hydrogen peroxide on you, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like she great. does that whole thing in the house. And she's just like an expert on this whole that's thing. Super and agent. I, yeah. Super agent. Exactly. She's on T. She makes TV appearances, the whole nine yards. But I'll tell you, I thought it was terrific. That whole scene where she like takes over the control of the guy as he's trying to like yeah. spirit her away from the the mother. I love from, you too, mommy. The, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That whole part, it's, I thought that was terrific. She just like, happens just, to take control of like the largest man, or like this yeah. monster exactly. of a dude. Exactly. He's like seven foot six. I love pounds. you, mommy. But it's funny. It's funny. She, the little girl, gets so powerful that she like transports into the room and then even dad and grandpa are in there too yeah 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 you know what i mean she gets and she's, so she's controlling somebody that's you know untold miles away inside right. of a mountain that yeah yes she yes takes control of them. So she doesn't powerful. even know physically where they are she just knows she can get to them because she's she got has, a link to her mom i think it's the if link you, to the wanna, mother right yeah. exactly but i'll tell you terrific movie terrific it came out of nowhere i didn't even know this thing existed and, uh, and, I, I, and I was glued to the I was glued to the TV the whole time. I, I mentioned earlier that uh, I did stumble across this movie and I skipped it intentionally. Like I remember seeing that and be like, nope, that looks dumb. And I'm very glad that Booker Man put it in my yeah. court because Me I would have never Me watched too. it. I would have never seen it. Yeah. Thank you, Booker Man. Yeah, that was. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, it was interesting. I, I, I like what TV said about the idea of possibly a sequel because, yeah, there is some, there is some, there are some uh, dangling threads there, right? Right. Let, let me speak yeah. on that for a minute because yeah. one of my favorite parts of the entire, and by the way, I fucking love this movie. It was okay, so good. good. It was so good. Um, one of my favorite parts, TP, is after the daughter at the very end, the daughter and the mother kind of reunite and they know like the strike is coming, they got to get out of there. And the mother says, like, we got to get out, we got to hide. And the little girl says something along the lines of, like, no, we, we don't have to hide. We can go wherever we want because if they come for us, I know how to stop them. Yeah. I'm like, what a if fucking they be premise. mean to us. We know how to make them not be. <laughs> that's right. That's yeah. right. That's exactly. Oh got my chills God. from that shit. And yeah. the mom's right. just like, God. fuck yeah. Yeah. Because how that, goddamn powerful is a mom, too? As soon as she got outside, out of there. <laughs> he takes off and everyone but dies. What, like, at a, what, once. what a 
what a spinoff movie or even a TV series of them just fucking setting up shop in Wyoming. Right. And like people thinking they're freaks and they're just killing everybody who comes for them. Like, I, I love that. And what a little badass that girl is. I mean, yeah. was anybody else like Phenomenal. those scenes where she was making people kill, like literally making people kill themselves? Was anybody else being like, yeah, like, like yeah. I was like jumping it's out of her. my seat. Like, fuck well, those people. That, that neighbor, that redheaded neighbor. That, oh, uh, that was the best. They go over to her house yeah. and they're about to do that. Because that whole time, that, that the beginning of the movie starts that way where she's like, my name is Eleanor parks or whatever right, right and she's like my mom is blah 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 my dad is and then she's like is she gonna be my mom or is she gonna be a good mom and emil hirsch says something like yeah that's why we're paying her and it, again you're just like what the fuck is going right, on right exactly because you're seeing it through her eyes so like yeah. you're as confused as she is and yeah. that's what's so that's what's so um great about the film is that um it's intentional right yeah. it's intentionally done that way to put you in that state of sort of uh, being as confused as she is. Yeah, let me let me say this real quick. There's something to be said about the pacing of this movie because I've never seen a movie, I don't think, where for about the first half of it, I was so like, fuck, I couldn't put it together. And then yeah. suddenly within about a 10 minute span, it all gets put Starts together. To yeah. And then it's just off to the races. That's what and, I mean. Like the like, second just, the second act is right. Not it, normally when you that happens, yeah. right? Like, and then when it does, it does it takes off. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, because you like uh, I think AJ was saying earlier, maybe DP the um, the father for a while. You think that he might just be schizophrenic, and he's damaging this girl, um, his his daughter, by keeping her in there. And then you find out that you know he is he's lost his wife. He knows what's happened to everybody. He's got this plan to where he's put this time bubble around the house. To where it's only been a few months for the outside world. It's been seven years for them, and he's right. coming up. He's 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 right. been tr- formulating this plan to try to uh, get them out of there. Right. Yeah. He thinks his wife is dead. Like he's a sort of a tragic, like guy, figure. Like it's uh, like you think that's how it's going to turn out, but it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't turn and, out um, that way <laughs> at and, all. And, and those little hints that they give you, like when he falls asleep, and all of a sudden the light comes on. And yeah. the water starts dripping out of the yeah. sink. You're like, what the fuck is uh, going on? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It yes. makes no sense at first. That's but why the end, you're like, oh, <laughs> oh, now it all fucking makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So fucking well done. Hey, can, oh, I, so well can, done. I, can I take a minute to talk about Emil Hirsch's acting too? Because yeah, where the hell has he been? I will tell right? you, AJ. I will tell you. Because remember, like, I think it was back in like 07, he did Into the Wild, which I loved. Um, mm. You know, actually, he was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, wasn't he? Was he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. Yeah, um, I haven't seen it, but I saw that in his filmography. He was what's yeah. his name? Roman Polanski's like assistant or something. So, uh, he was well on his way to doing some shit. And um, in 2015, he, he's a typical maniac actor, and he was at some party, and he was shit faced and on some type of drug, and attacked like a female like Uh-oh. studio executive. And he got arrested. He did like 15 days in jail. He had to go to rehab. He had to do all this stuff. Um, but, but he is coming back. Like he, he's been coming back. And, and you know, that was in 2015. This movie came out in 2018. Hopefully he's on his way back because he is such yeah. a great actor. And my favorite part with him, DP referenced it. Uh, I think it was DP referenced it uh, for a minute ago. The scene where he's like pretending that he doesn't even own the house. And then he's not. Remember that scene? He's like, oh, yeah, I bought bought these two shitholes. Like like that scene, I was like, 
I was the whole time. I'm like, this is so convincing. I think she's going to buy it. Of course she didn't, but like, he is so good. He's yeah. such a good actor. And I, I hope, you know, whatever issues he has, I hope he's behind he, they're past him and I hope he can move forward and, and do some stuff. Cause he is a very, very talented guy. Yeah. Neil Hirsch. I mean, I loved him since the day I watched um, the first time I watched girl next door. Which I rewatched last weekend because I was sick. I was sick all last weekend. I rewatched that with him and fucking Paul Dano. It, it is so good. Like he he's a talented dude. I, I'd like to see more of him in the future. I hope he can. Yeah, and I think I think overall the movie was very well cast. Like they did a good job casting that film. Yeah, Bruce Stern was perfect. Pitch Bruce Stern's never been around forever. Like he he's he's, aw- just, he's, he's so freaking good. awesome. He's, he's such a pro. Um, yeah. He, he, I, two things real quick. So with Bruce Stern. Um, the the nose hairs were freaking me out. I, I yeah, made I that comment to Sam. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I made that comment to Sam. I was like, I love how they like this guy went through hair and makeup, and they made the decision to leave the nose hairs on per- yeah. clearly it, on it purpose. Was, yeah, I mean, it, it was. Yeah. Well, these aren't supposed to be well manicured people for Christ's <laughs> no, sake. No, that's and and they they was trying to hide. I mean, like yeah. it's. Yeah. I mean, but it was just if, if it is if I mean, there's a lot of genres. It's sci-fi. It's 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 uh, super, um, you know, mutant superhero, whatever you want to call it. It's also a little bit of horror. There was some like kind of like scary ass scenes. Oh yeah. fuck yeah! Like those scenes where she was like, um, like teleporting. Remember she teleported into that girl's sleepover party? Yeah, that's right? the creepiest Weird. fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and that little girl was so scared of her afterwards. Like it was so fucking. Yeah, she weird. makes me do things with her at night. She yeah. makes me, like, <laughs> makes me hug her. and kiss her. <laughs> yeah, it's so her weird. I love her. It's so weird. But that that's, little girl, yeah. oh, I love her. And even oh then, God. we're talking about how you know different parts of this movie kind of click. It wasn't until for me that little girl, the neighbor said that where she's like she makes me do things that's late that in the night. movie too that that's is late, late. that's it's what like, i mean like two-thirds through and then yeah. you're like oh she's actually she like going really somewhere going places that that yeah. might yeah. that actually might mark you know what you're right maybe that was the moment for me too but With i can't her. remember exactly yeah. like that was the moment i went oh i put it together and then it was just like okay now let's fuck some people up like yeah. that that was oh yeah, that was the point where I was like, "My God, my God, this girl is powerful as yeah. fuck. She's gonna kill like, some she people." Is, yeah. She's like Professor X powerful. Yeah, yeah dude, I was fucking, noticing that too. Yeah. Like the, like the, the like the manipulate. I mean, I know that's like like metal and stuff like that. Like, uh, what, um, well, uh, Magneto yeah. does Magneto. metal. She Professor reminded, X does the it. It reminded shield. me of Magneto at times. Because of like the, I know she wasn't a metal, but it was like the way the guns were just. Remember, like yes, that, that scene. Yeah, the way Magneto would always do. That yeah, like with those yeah. scenes with like that scene I was saying with Emil Hirsch and 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 the agent there. Remember, the agent knew the gun was that it was, was Bruce Dern, granted. Yeah. But yeah, but like she put the knew gun the gun down. was at her. <laughs> Dude, she was cool as fuck in that. Yeah, she, yeah she's on. Like she's Grace on. Park, she's yeah. on um, a million little pieces too, which I stopped Apparently, watching. She got lame, but she fights a like freaks all the time because she yeah. hadn't she knew everything what was going on in that house when she walked in there like yeah. tw how you were just saying that pitch that emil hirsch gives her like yeah some squatters got in here trying to so place good. a shit but and she even she, says she's like yeah that's how these like abnormals houses look like she knows yeah what yeah. a typical <laughs> freak's house looks like you know yeah, yeah. it's oh. um one of my uh, uh you know this this movie did hit a, a lot of uh, points for me on the kind of movie I like as far as it being uh, sci-fi um, that a little bit of that mystery you know the originality and and uh, just the plot and the way the story was told 
And then just the gratuitous violence. That was a lot of fun for oh, me too. Oh boy, yeah. The, scene, like the like scene where uh, near the end, the climax where they're going through this battle and they're trying to get the mother out of the mountain. But every time Emil Hirsch freezes time, it also freezes time for everyone else in the mountain. So they can't get him out. And then uh, he has to at one point because there's some soldiers that are storming the house yes. and freezes time. That scene is and the daughter's awesome. like, dad. I can't save mommy when you're freezing one time. Second. And he's like, one second, sweetie. And he goes outside and like shoots them all in the face. Oh, yeah. And then walks so back good. inside. Dude, yeah. that scene is yeah, that's awesome. a great scene. That's a great scene. <laughs> oh. It just sort of epitomizes like how powerful they are. Yeah, like, everything was, that they're it was able like something to something on a Red Dead Redemption, you know, like when you have yeah, bullet time. Yeah, like it was so good. Oh my god. Yeah. That movie that movie yeah. is fucking awesome like what do they call really, that really what do they call that red dead redemption bullet time or no bull, bullet time was <laughs> um, not, that's max Payne. <laughs> you're right that's max Payne. um i don't i haven't played that game in so long but it, does it dead but eye? you love dead, dead eye. eye that's it dead <laughs> eye, yes yes exactly mark dead eye but yeah. uh yeah it, it's so good. up with some dead eye baby I, i'm actually i'm actually a little sad that it's not more well known because i think so yeah. many more people would love this well, it really it really slipped through the cracks i think you know like I, again, it did nothing I, in the box i, office. I stumbled across it this is, yeah it's yeah just, yeah and i don't think it was obviously it wasn't marketed well yeah um it wasn't uh even promoted well on netflix no it wasn't marketed for shit obviously right yeah. because yeah. Guys, can I ask one question too? One thing that I never found an answer to, and maybe you guys did, was all that money that Emil Hirsch had. Did they ever explain why he had all no, that money? No, that's no, one. But loose you can end. figure it out, dude. He can fucking freeze time. He no, can that's what I mean. Walk into sure, banks right, and take right. all the money. You could assume yeah. that's yeah. what happened, but I just didn't well, know. So that's what I would do if I had those powers. Fuck yeah. <laughs> the, the question I had with Emil Hirsch was, uh, what happened to him when he did that grocery run? Like he came back oh, to the house. Yes. Yeah. He got, he got like, stabbed or shot they or something. They never explained that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Never get into that. Yeah. What's, so what's there are a couple problem? loose ends. Yeah. If we're going to take take any shots of the movie, it's it's that. You know, there's a couple of little things there, but overall, it's it's just great. It's really awesome. Yeah. Dude, it's funny. So the guys that directed it, um, like I checked their IMDb. Yeah. Pretty much the only other thing they've done was they directed the uh, the live action kim possible movie on the disney <laughs> channel <laughs> hell and that's about it like the yeah. most vanilla disney channel movie of all time and then they also wrote this too brutal I think. movie yeah they should do more because that was um, really outstanding another uh, yes if i if, if i can take a stab at this movie uh to chop it down a little bit um one of the tropes that i thought was a little bit uh maybe overused was the i guess that's a kind of epitome or definition of a trope the 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 powers when they use them they get weak and they're like oh yeah like, I, can't, I can't like i gotta lay down start spitting up blood bleeding from the yeah. eyes and so that was like uh, you know that's you always see that with like these human superpowers they're like oh i can only use it for so long but that that kind of uh even though it has been used a bunch it it levels the playing field just a little yeah. bit because if somebody had unlimited just gas to a go, trope's like, a trope for yeah. a reason. Yeah, so you can't yeah, knock if it. They that can't hard be for beat. That. The story's boring. You know? But I, I think exactly. also in this, I think in this particular movie, I thought the actors pulled it off really well too. Like mm -hmm. you could really, you really were like, oh okay, he looks exhausted from that. 
You yeah. Know? So, you know, I, I think most of the, I think most of everything works in the movie. Oh, Emil Hirsch looked haggard most of the time. Oh, he's, right? Yeah, he's yeah. just what, what he's been. He was trying to freezing time for seven fucking years. I mean, like, and whenever he falls asleep, it goes back to normal. So he's yeah, he's doing his damnedest to stay awake. Stay awake. It's just it's yeah. fucked. But uh, yeah. yeah, book. Book, yeah, yeah, yeah. yourself your uh, book. Uh, yeah, under book the radar. Man. It's yeah. my under the radar pick of the week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that really is. That's a good one. So, um, yeah, Booker Man and, and, and anyone else that's a fan of this movie, you should probably tune in near the end of the season when we do our next vault episode. Yeah, I got a feeling. I, I have a feeling. Yeah, that's getting in. Uh, this one might 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 make its way it's, to the yeah, vault. We can put yeah. it in right now, but we'll let's well, wait for the vault. Yeah, I mean, I guess we don't need to beat it to death now anymore. But I just, again, I want to say that like this movie has a lot of things that aren't original with what they're showing, but the way that they told the story was unique enough. It makes it really special, yeah, and yeah, it's for sure. It, I don't know. Right? They, again, they set they set themselves apart as 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 far as you yes. know, those kind of movies go. Yeah, we spoiled the shit out of it, but I hope people will still go watch it. <laughs> it's so right. good. It's so good. So please do. Um, yeah, yeah. If, if you, you if you've listened to all this and you haven't watched a movie, forget everything you just heard. Yeah. Go watch a movie yeah. and then and listen back. again, and make yeah. sure you re-download so we get the double right. on the listen. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, you would look. We got to finish up tonight, guys. It's been a really fun night. DP, great, great, great idea this week. We we yeah. will do yeah. this definitely again at some point. We have some other ideas, um, some other movies that some of our listeners said we we can go after those again, or we can start fresh and let people start firing away. Yeah, else. keep them coming, everybody. If you if you got more movies you want us to talk about, yeah. Hit yeah. us up, email uh, moviecouncilpod at gmail.com or, you know, just on uh, social media at moviecouncilpod. Mm-hmm. So don't, don't be shy. We might, sorry, Lisa, we might skewer your move, skewer your Yeah. Move. Yeah. But, but, but you know what? That's the risk you take. That, what we've always also said is that uh, if you send us a message, we will read it on the air, no matter what it is. I, I was about to say within reason. Nope, not even that. Whatever you send us, Fuck reason. Yeah, we will read. I don't. I don't care. We we will. So, um, <laughs> guys, before we close it up tonight, I want to talk really quick about. Um, so last week, yeah. weather pick. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> Under the weather pick. <laughs> yeah, that's where we're going. That's where we're going. <laughs> I want to. <laughs> DP, I'll, I'll set it up correctly. Okay, here okay. we go. <laughs> Guys, I want to talk about a couple of under the radar pick of the week. <laughs> Thank you, Eric. So last weekend, I was sick, actually. I didn't have the Rona. I know that's what everybody automatically assumes when you're sick. I thought um, it was AIDS. No, I've had that. I've been <laughs> dealing with that since Magic Johnson has. But um, I was... I, there's some weird head cold going around my office and I, I picked it up. So I got, I actually started feeling sick last Friday, like late afternoon. So it ruined my whole goddamn weekend. It sucked. And I was actually out. I called out sick on Monday cause I, I felt lousy. Um, so I laid around all weekend, just watching movies. That, that's really all I did. Um, and there's one I want to talk about. Well, there's actually one quick one. And I actually texted Marky about this was a movie I watched called come to daddy, which I believe is on Hulu, it's free somewhere. Yeah, uh, maybe maybe Netflix. I, I don't remember, but um, it's Elijah Wood. Um, he's really the only one in it that anyone knows, and it's it's 
the, the reason I texted Marky immediately is because the movie is fucked up. It's <laughs> fucked up. And it's, it's, thank it's, you. It's, like weirdly violent. That's why I was like, Marky would really enjoy this. So um, check that one out again. It's called Come to Daddy. It's with Elijah Wood. The other one I watched, and Marky, I want to talk to you about this one as well, because you have said repeatedly that you refuse to watch romantic comedies, and that's okay. I get it. I watched one. And by the way, there's a couple of other ones I bet you I could get you to watch that you might like. But I watched one last weekend. It's free on Hulu. And the star, the male star, Uh-oh. is Jack Quaid, the kid that plays Huey or or on The Boys, Huey or yeah, uh, yeah. So it's him. He's the he's Weaver. the male lead, and the girl, uh, she's been in some stuff random. You would probably recognize her, but she's never been anything big. It's called Plus One. It's on Hulu, free on Hulu. It's really really good anybody listening tonight if you want something to kind of throw throw on when you're you know with your especially with your significant other good rom-com to throw on i both i think it's good for both sexes i think it's great for the women i think it's great for the men it it really spans both sides and it's um it's smart it's a smart comedy it's basically just a quick synopsis jack quaid is uh and, and and the girl again i don't have it open in front of me so i forget the actress's name but um the two uh, leads are college friends and they're, you know, hopelessly single 10 years later, you know, that trope obviously, but um, they, they do this whole thing where they're, they decide to be each other's plus ones for a whole shitload of weddings that are coming up. And, you know, again, they, they fall in love the, the whole thing, but uh, it's a really smart comedy. It, it's not cheesy in the least. I know a lot of rom-coms are super cheesy it's just a very, very, and there's some really funny jokes. The girl is hysterical, um, but there's really funny jokes. It's just a, it reminds me of just like a, a really simple, realistic story, you know, about two people falling in love. And I think it's really, really good. All right, I, Marky, I wish you would watch it. I really, really do. AJDP, I absolutely recommend it. And Marky, like I said, if you have to watch a rom-com, I think this is the one you should watch. I okay. think this is the one. I think it's either that or sleeping with other people, Jason Sudeikis and Allison Brie. Either That's one of a those great two. one. Either one of those two. Either because they're not cheesy and they're kind of dark at times, and and either one of those. Take one. I think you should watch one. Yeah, that's a great one. And how, I know yeah. I'm, Sam's probably not into the rom coms either, but get her involved. They're good for me. Out. Yeah, you had me at rom com. Yeah, no, I know I do. I mean, I, I like some. I was I actually at Big one softy. point at one point during the weekend, I was I was so sick that I got like, you know, like when you're really sick, you get sad and lonely. And I was, I just started watching like old rom-coms like a, <laughs> uh, like I was and then cried into my tissue like it was really mm-hmm. and did something else into my tissue after. Whoa, hold on. That was that's too much. But blew um, your nose. Yes, that was it. Yeah, okay. um, but yeah, guys, I don't want to see uh, Mark. You should watch that. Uh, anybody listening? Watch that. And I actually just mentioned sleeping with other people, too, which AJ really liked, too. That's yeah. another one, guys. You want some rom-coms, you know, they're, they're, especially in New England. It's been rainy and gross and nasty after it was 100 degrees three fucking days ago. But, yeah. you know, on cold, rainy nights, cuddle up with your loved one and watch one of those. You, you guys will really like it. So uh, that, that's my that's my uh, my under the under the radar, under the radar pick of the week. Really love it. So the weather pick of the week, just throwing that one under the radar pick of the week. That's nice. what it was. So, uh, guys, before we call it an evening, anybody got anything? 
any cathartic mm-hmm. moments you got to get out of your system. Anybody want to come with me to Rage Cage in Nashua and smash some things at some point? Yeah, kind of. Guys, I'm telling you, there's what nothing you like use? it. What did you use? like a baseball bat, a crowbar, a little bit of both? They give oh. you like two small wooden bats. There's a sledgehammer, a full sledgehammer. We're talking like a fucking 35-pound sledgehammer in uh-huh. there. Um, there's a frying pan you can smash stuff with. My favorite was a crowbar, though. I was smashing shit with that crowbar. And what if uh, you- we only did 25 minutes and we were all like drenched in sweat. Like it was just so it was. Is there such a thing as going like too hard? Like what if you like bust a hole in their wall or something? They say to stay away from the walls and they got like the lights up on these fixtures. They say, don't touch those. Don't touch the fixtures. But pretty much everything else, smash away. It's what you bring in. Like you, you said you got a shopping cart of what you wanted to smash. Yeah, and the the place basically works off of donations. Like people just give shit they don't want anymore. Yeah. And that's what you smash. Gla- a lot of glass stuff, plates. And you mentioned glasses. the nativity scene. So yeah. people are just donating nativity scenes left Tons and right, apparently. Yes. Your sister-in-law smashed a baby Jesus. Oh. Like, like there was no tomorrow. Like, uh, it, it was... It was. It's a lot of fun, guys. Again, Rage Cage in Nashua, a lot of fun. Marking down Salt, I'm sure, in Charlotte. They got something. I think Michaela was looking those up, and I think there's one down there. Yeah. So look it up. Yeah, Sam, Do Sam, it. Sam found one for me. AJDP, you ever want to meet up with me and the Booker Man or anything in, in Nashua? I'm telling okay. you guys, wow. there's, there's nothing like it. I tell you about the 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 float place just reopened recently. So, oh, you've been so talking been about able, that. Yeah, I've been able to float a couple times recently. Like a float tank? So, yeah. yeah. AJ, have I you should. done that? Well, by the way, tell Nicole I she said something about I need to get an email from her or something to cash in my thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, she yeah. hasn't emailed it to yet? You guys uh, float? I'll, I'll have her resend it. All right. Yeah. You're gonna float. AJ, have you done that yet? Ah, no, no, no. I got that for Christmas. I have it That's yeah. right. That's right. Anywho, we're getting a little personal here. All right, let's 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 call it. Uh, <laughs> there it is. I waited two hours for that, AJ. Thank you. Thank you for, <laughs> thank you for closing the show with that um all right guys so uh next week we get we got some decisions to make because our boy is on vacation and marky like we said before we went on the air don't go out of your way to do the podcast you need a vacation you work hard you have a wife and a child you have you need a whole week to chill so uh we'll figure something out we will we'll decide it might be the three sherry boys next week we might bring on a uh a guest host um and we'll we'll come up with a topic we'll brainstorm over the weekend right boys yeah yeah, we'll figure it out. We always figure out something, right? Yeah. Maybe we'll do a rom-com week because Marky's not there. <laughs> I mean, who knows? I, I, I would that. be be down for that. Yeah. There we go. All right. Um, all right. Anything else? We ready? Yeah, let's wrap it up, baby. Boys, for myself, the CEO for the social media mogul DP for the sexy Southern gentleman, Mr. Marky Bondurant, and for my COO, Mr. Andrew Sherry, you guys have a great, let's see, it's falling. This will fall on the fifth. Yeah, so you'll still I hope you had a great fourth. Have an amazing fourth. Be safe. Please don't blow any of your fucking fingers off with, with firecrackers or anything like that. And don't bring your dogs out to see fireworks. Yeah, you ask. Very bad. If you don't bring your do dogs that. out, you should fuck yourself. Yeah, you're, oh. you, you're a dick. Um, so uh guys um enjoy the rest of the weekend we got a long weekend coming up and folks uh listening guys uh have a safe fourth we love you and we will talk to you in a week good night 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 good night love you mom the movie council is adjourned